0: Welcome to Chest Hair Friday. We are visiting today with Todd Pulsinelli. Todd, say hello to everybody. Hey, y'all. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Um, well, uh, I'm the chef at Restaurant August. Um, I have a wife and two children, and um, and I also make rap music for fun. And you make rap music for fun. So let's let's get
0: the chef of Restaurant August stuff out of the way, because we're really here to talk about side dishes. But without getting ahead of ourselves, so what is it like to be the chef of Restaurant August? What kind of restaurant
1: is it? It's, uh, it's your fancy um, southern French influence, um, white tablecloth restaurant, lots of coursed meals and just really, really good food. And has the restaurant ever been recognized by any you know, award givers or anything like that? Oh yeah, very very much so. <laughs> um, well, it's, it's, it's a John Resch restaurant, he's the, uh, he's the owner. And um, he's received uh, pretty much every award you can think of. I mean, from James Beards to Food and Wine, um, best new chef, and uh, pretty much all of them. And probably a fairly demanding job to be the one that runs the show there every day. It can get intense. Yeah, I mean, the hardest part is just keeping keeping the food interesting and kind of keeping it moving. My main deal is not to get not to become like stagnant and keep the menu moving forward as. I don't know. It's staying creative, yeah, just not getting not necessarily trends, but as things change and I mean, we keep it very seasonal and just constantly moving forward. Are th- is there anything that's been on the menu forever? Or there is has. It... there's there's two dishes that really that are John Besh originals: the uh, crab and uh, potato gnocchi, which is just this beautiful little perfect dumplings that are tossed in this fish fumet with blue crab and finished with black truffle and parmesan. I mean, it's it's an amazing bite of food and we and we don't change that because I mean it is a legit classic. And what's the other thing? The um we do a vegetable chop salad that just is perfectly blanched vegetables with a little champagne vinaigrette and some little greens and it's just it's the bounty of the of the farmers market. And what are some of the things that have become kind of your sort of signatures
0: as you've taken on more of a role in creating the menu at August?
1: Um we have an oyster dish that's uh that's crusted in potato flakes, which we use. Um, we use instant potatoes, which is kind of fun. So they're just super crispy. They're served on malt aioli um, with some house-made pickles, and it's a dish that has been on for about god three years. It's just really tasty, and it's something that I came up came up with with uh, one of my sous chefs, and and then we have another dish. This it's like kind of a play on etouffee, where we make these shumai dumplings with uh, shrimp. With like a shrimp farce with ginger and garlic and um, the sauce itself is made with the dark roux, Um, very New Orleans style. Um, We make a dark, dark roux and instead of putting in the Holy Trinity, we add um, like ginger and garlic and lemongrass to it to make this just killer sauce. All right. Now that we've gotten the August stuff out of the way,
0: let's talk about side dishes. (laughs) Yeah. We are, we are how many weeks away from your new album dropping? Man, we're about a week and three days. A week and three days. Oh, so this oh, is yeah. going to come
1: out. It's coming out real soon. <laughs> yes, yeah,
0: so this podcast is going to come out, I guess, next
1: Wednesday. It's supposed to be ready digitally on September 5th, and then we're going to have a little release kind of listen party. On September 11th, on Sunday, it, uh, it, Turkey and the Wolf after oh, they closed. Turkey you know, and the Wolf. We have a little block party. Which is a wonderful. You know, we had our
0: Chester Friday launch of Turkey and the Wolf. Left <laughs> we'll Side Dishes launch a Turkey and the Wolf. I guess we have good taste because it is the best new restaurant in America. It is. Shout out to our buddy Mason. Yeah, Mason. And uh, so w- the album is called Side Dishes. Yeah. Is is that a play on it being? a side hustle for you or is the album
1: about um, your favorite side dishes? I guess it could be but no, the, the concept of the album is every song is super, it's, it's they're very short songs, very quick and to the point, much like I, I feel like a side dish should be. It's kind of a small little side. Um, so every song just, the beat kicks in and we just go in with just, we start with the verses. There's no, there's no filler. It's just straight, quick, to the point. Just bangers. All killer, no filler, absolutely. straight to the
0: bangers. Absolutely. So a little bit of the way, your style of cooking. No reason to, to tart it up with too much garnish. You're going right in and, and ready to rock. The idea is that each of the songs sort of acts as a side dish. Yeah. Does the side dish theme carry on? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so every, time, every title of the song is, um, is just named after a side dish. Um, there's like a song, just cheese grits. There's tomatoes and, Jeez, okra. I'm Toma- sorry. tomatoes and okra, there's a palm frites, uh, we got a red bean song, like I mean it's, they're not about these particular dishes, but that's just the titles of them. Can we, which one would you want to uh, let our listeners hear first? I think we'll go with the, uh, with Baked Jalapeno Cheese Mac, it's a, Baked Jalapeno Cheese Mac? Yeah, it's featuring, um, it's featuring the guy that, uh, that produced the album with me, um, Mateo, he's actually my brother-in-law also, and uh, we kind of came together and made this album. <laughs> Let's check it out.
0: Just hit the green so I stay steady, munching. Walked up in the lunch in a junior league function. Got some chopped salad and mashed potatoes. All white linen suit, call
1: me Mr. Mayo. Blue plate mayo sitting on my side dish keep my glasses on cause I'm looking for my side bitch connect links to the chain from bourbon street to Tulane. leave your body strained I remember them skid stains canapes with the caviar penis in the pickle jar romaine with the creamy César. say palm with the crouton simmer with the pot roast white shrimps off the gulf coast deep poach first class from coach kiss it with my lips before I stomp that roach catch my drift and straight past that gift these mannequins stand stiff while I'm this? No. I mean that's the song. It's like a minute and ten. I, I love it. It's a little throwback beat. It's a little Ashanti beat throwback. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so how did you get to rapping with? So it's your brother-in-law Mateo who started on that track.
1: Yeah. He um, he's been making beats and stuff. I mean he's he's a younger dude. Um, And he'd just been making beats and he had kind of this little, he'd made this little record of just instrumentals and we pulled a couple of them for the album and he did all the, he did most of the recording of it and we've never, I've never, I've always just recorded stuff on this little junky digital eight track that I had that had like a CD hard drive and I did everything just by hand and we recorded this one on using the uh, logic, using the logic, um, I guess the program. Okay. And he knew how to use it and he just really put these songs together like really, really good as far as just the volumes and everything and um I think it raised the production level on the album a lot and the sound quality itself.
0: Where is uh where does your brother in law live, Mateo?
1: He now lives in New York. He in New York. Did you record the album in New York? Or did he come down no, here? No. What was the process for He had been living in New Orleans the past two years and um we had always just We always just talked about hip-hop music, and we um, just came together and started recording the songs. He had a few beats, and I just wrote some words to him, and he had the Logic program from before, and he was just like, let's just record. And he just had a little apartment right next to uh, Parkway. Parkway the bakery? Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, literally right next door to it. So I would just walk from my house over there, and we would record. When did you start rapping? Oh, man. Um... Back when I was about 13 years old in Ohio, I, I'd always been in like rock bands from like sixth grade, See, Did you play? Did
0: you play music? Like, do you play an instrument or were you... I can just
1: play like power chords and shit on the guitar. It's not, <laughs> it's, it's, it's nothing. I never you, took any lessons. You can, you can play garage band music. Yeah, it's like metal riffs and stuff. But, um, we'd, um, I'd always loved hip hop music, um, just from skateboarding. So I'd always been a skateboarder since I was like 10 years old and... We a a friend of mine, this guy Chuck Rockhold in Ohio, who I'm still very good friends with, and he's been on a few of the records that I've made. Um, We would just we'd go to my friend's bunkhouse and we would set a recorder up in the middle of the room, and just have it perfectly placed where the drums were loud, the guitar amps, and we would just and we would just make songs. And as we got older and had money, we'd buy better equipment and the quality and things just got better. And I think we got better at what we what we did. So you went. What was, your, how, what was your path, sort of, from growing up in Ohio to chef in New Orleans? Um, well, I mean, in Ohio, we I went to culinary school there. Um, I worked in country clubs, like, from when I was, like, 18. And, I mean, I, mean, I actually started cooking in an Italian restaurant, um, like a little family-owned place in a strip mall. And um, <clears throat> from there, I went to a country club and met a bunch of guys there that were, like, culinary students and really really pushed me forward to to give a crack at cooking and so I ended up going to the um the technical college there and through an apprenticeship program and all that and met a few people and followed some people back to New Orleans and after did, I graduated and were you always sort of rapping on the side then was it how did oh, you yeah. how we, did you stay always, up with your music we would just make songs on four tracks and rather they were rock songs or rap songs um it's just something that we just did for fun. We would drink and and record songs. We, it was. It's always been fun, and it's something that's... I mean, it's, I guess it's a hobby, but it's always been an outlet also, you know? Yeah, I mean, you have a creative job in a sense.
0: You know, you are a chef, and that allows you to create things, but a lot of it is kind of the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. And does the rap music sort of give you a place to kind of channel maybe some
1: energy that, you know, you have to burn off? Oh, for sure. It's just... uh if there's an idea in your head and you want to... I mean, writing it down on paper and then putting it to a song, there's really... And then the song comes out good. There's nothing... Really nothing better. Well, and, and that's amazing. probably a, a good lead-in to put on
0: another one of the tracks from Side Dishes. Shit. So what what's the next one you want us to hear?
1: Um, This one is... Uh, this one's called Collard Greens with Fish Sauce. <laughs>
0: collard Greens with Fish Sauce. Now, let me ask. Does that That's sort of an odd combination. In the regular world, is that something that you have found goes
1: well together collard greens and fish oh, sauce for sure it, it, this is a, actually we made this dish at the restaurant um it's a it's just it's collard greens that are braised down with coca-cola and you finish them with fish sauce and it's really really tasty what well, is it it's just a funny name well i'm actually got this tasty wrap so let's hit it we're just looking at a couple menus a little but Yeah, no entrees. just get some side dishes pick some Colossal type when I be ripping these mics I dodge a couple punches in the midst of the fist fight Off work late night when my mom takes flight I swig a couple beers and take a toke off a glass pipe The ghost rises in its purest existence The fundamentalist, the shadow, the statistics born gifted To flow unscripted Undetected like the P.I. detective Built on the structure with a solid foundation That 92 shit called it years of dedication I say fuck it cause where's the motivation Strip this bitch till it's all but naked. the conductor Controls this mic motherfuckers Rockin' all night with the drive of a truck of 18 wheels when the knife strikes a steel. Polish Polished ambition cause I seals the deal Control thought it can't be store-bought Raised by my parents and that's what they taught And understanding, the mind is deep like a canyon Hits the soul hard like a blast from the cannon Let me examine and paint a new picture Another lost verse from the decline scripture Let the ink drip into this fresh new canvas Clearing off my plate cause the game's been damaged Start the epic, flush the whole shit down the septic Turning on the radio and pathetic can't Clock it, build a substation Microscopic, unleash to the world digital the summer. Side dishes, right, side so dishes, side dishes, side dishes, side dishes,
0: side dishes. I saw collard greens and fish sauce. What that? That's a good one. I like the beat on that one a lot so you produced and recorded the album with your brother-in-law and then how did you get everything kind of mixed and finished?
1: Um, there was a gentleman named, uh, Craig Toomey, who's, uh, the husband of my wife's friend at the school she teaches at. And he just, I was kind of shocked. He had like these plaques on the wall, these degrees of, like from, from music engineering and songwriting. So he's been doing this for years and he was just nice enough to let me load it onto his computer. And he just kind of mastered and mixed everything. We listened to each song and he was just like, Maybe we turn this up. Maybe we turn this down. This is a little, a little scratchy. So on. And, and we just went through the whole thing and it was awesome. I was very, very lucky to have that happen. Let's, well, and that sounds excellent. And
0: you know, these raps, they're, they're fun. They have great kind of food kind of wordplay in them and all that. Are there other chefs that you, I mean, do you have like, is there a group of people that just gets, that you talk about rap with, are there any of the rapper
1: chefs? Anybody you've done anything with? No, I don't know any other. I mean, I've, I've done a few songs with. Um, there was this one cook at the restaurant that I used to be the chef at, and he was really, really good. Um, he was better than I was. And we recorded two songs on a previous album. But other than that, I haven't met too many, too many other chefs that are into it. These are. Well, no. Let me take that back. There is one guy on the new album um, Richard Horner. Richard Horner, okay. He's Richard Horner. <laughs> he's, um, he's a cook at Koshan. And um, he's he's on two tracks.
0: We'll play a Richard track next. But tell me about Richard. How did that come about?
1: He um, we've just been friends for years, and uh, he's always been into like he's always been into kind of the music. Um, he knows about Warbucks. So if I make a record, I give it to him, and um, he's always thought it was pretty cool. So I was like, "What do you think, Richard? You want to you want to flow?" Kind of almost joking, like. And he was like, "Yeah, for sure." And he came over. We threw a beat on, and he wrote a verse and like. Five minutes and then put it down like real fast. So should we just go ahead and play it? It must have been meant to. Be. Let's go, let's yeah, go ahead and play. It. We we'll got we got to hear Richard Horner his uh, his side dishes debut. Oh man, this, shit, this this shit's banging. This one's a really good one. We're, we're gonna play the uh, hey. straight out of Flavor <laughs> Straight out of Flavortown is the name some, of this got one. Some Guy Fieri references <laughs> on there. That's his idol, I think. <laughs> Ready? This one's badass, dude. I I set it off, that Richard goes in hard. We in the backyard, we in the... We're boiling, grilling and shit. We're fucking around like the small bucks. Get the torch. you Hill Billies turn critters into flitters. Turn winners into sinners. Will it let's So damn fresh. chip your boy in the flesh. Got a Cuban and a Ruben side by side on the knee press. press. Crisp crust. like the spot. Get rush. Status in the dollar. So, so in God, God we trust. Watch the dish Over the snares and kicks. Straight up grant that wish while I'm ordering a side dish. Red, red beans and rice. rice. Grab this mic device. Spittin' out that flavor with it's the black blackening spice. July 31. On and that calendar, calendar year. Throw them hands up and straight guzzle some beers Flame to the wicks Pits up in the drainage ditch Hickory smoke stacks with a spark of a match See my brain detach And float across the air hey. Straight out of Flavortown Call me the
0: mayor Just as off the chain but with different hair Travel into a diner and dive, dive into, into the, the track, track And leave without paying if the side dish is whack, whack. Then hop up in the Chevy and put the shades to the back Fire up a sig and return them the back. I'll find the ship is funky like my voice on the track. In case you forgot it like an amnesiac. this is Robux and Zesty serving side dishes, snacks. So, your rap name is Warbucks. Does Richard have a rap name? Yeah, Richard goes by the name uh, Big Zesty. That's pretty much the greatest rap name I've ever heard. <laughs> Do your other chef buddies get a kick out of this? I mean, is this something you'll talk about, like, after everybody's done cooking at events?
1: Um, yeah, sometimes, quite a bit. And a lot of people, they tell me that they throw it on in their kitchen, like the, the, the old album. And, and that, I mean, that's, that's awesome. That's, like, unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, that's a real... Like, while they're cleaning or even setting up, they're like, oh, man, we were listening to Warbucks the other night, and I'm like, sweet. Yeah, I think this may be the album that finally crosses you over from uh,
0: <laughs> the kitchens of restaurants around New Orleans to <laughs> home kitchens of people who like your style of music around New Orleans. What, uh... I mean, do you ever put music on in the kitchen at August?
1: Um, not too much. We we keep pretty pretty straightforward over there, it's really... You there's always a lot to do. You we try not, not to deter mix your from the job that's happening. Yeah, you don't want to mix business with pleasure, I guess. Sometimes and in that, the morning, the opener will throw a throw, his, uh, throw some jams on if there's really no one there and you're just kind of by yourself prepping. You know why not? I guess <laughs> you're, not, you're not distracting anybody with that. <laughs> sure. So what? Uh,
0: you are going to have an opening kind of block party at Turkey and the Wolf. Yeah. You had a pop up there not too long ago, and it was called Pulcinelli's Deli. Mm-hmm. which is a wonderful play on words how long had you been sort of thinking
1: about doing a pop-up like that um I had talked to Basin about it god probably like seven months previous and, and it's just during the busy season of the restaurant so we kind of waited till everything calmed down and then and then in the middle of July I just went ahead and did it and it was kind of it was kind of a way to tell people about about this new album coming out and I really just wanted to have a do like a little fun thing in the summer so
0: do you, I mean, you normally cook very sort of sophisticated, high-end, ingredient-driven kind of fancy stuff. So what was it like to be able to make like rings out of fried shrimp and hot dogs and that sort of
1: thing at your pop-up? Oh, it's, it's awesome. It's super fun. And it's really, I mean, that same food, it's, it's all, it's very much just technique-driven, using these, just using these techniques from, I mean, I guess fancy, fancier food, but like Pureeing a sh- pureeing shrimp and piping it into a ring, freezing it and breading it. I mean, it's very technical, and I think it's um, I think it's a, a good crossover, kind of utilizing knowledge into something like that's really fun. I mean, making a hot dog is nothing easy. It's a how do you make a hot dog? It's a whole is process. A, is there a casing it's, involved? What oh, is that absolutely. You There's. I mean, I mean, you've got to grind everything right. You got to, and then you emulsify this this sausage by pureeing these meats and these fats together. Which can easily break and become a greasy mess and just not have the texture that you want. So it's all very technical. There's nothing – I mean the result is very fun and, and I mean it was and, one and of tasty. the best – probably the best hot dog I've ever had. I, I don't <laughs> think I'm
0: insulting Oscar Mayer by well, saying that. That well, was, that was quite, quite good. Or Do you have plans for kind of more Paul Deli type um, pop-up it's things?
1: A, it's an idea. I mean like I was the chef at this restaurant called The American Sector where a lot of this – where a lot of this stuff was born, as far as like these homemade hot dogs and this kind of stuff, and I don't know. Hopefully, one day maybe we uh, we revisit that with a with another with a new restaurant or something. But in the meantime, now and again, people can eat your Absolutely. your street food when you pop
0: up here and there. Um, we'll, we'll probably do another one. I'm not not really sure. Will you y'all do some of your food at the side dishes release, or will oh, you be no, letting Mason
1: cook? All, this is all Mason. There's no food. No food. No. This is just a, a party. We're gonna just. You're gonna have set, some beers. Set up some speakers, maybe? Oh, yeah, we're gonna have the DJ booth set up. We're gonna have a little merch table. We're gonna sell some shirts. Okay, where is this again, one more time? Merch it's table? Be, uh, it's gonna be a Turkey and the
0: Wolf. And what's on the. September 11? I was gonna oh, say, what's the address? But it's not like either of us know. Nor know. are we going to do any research right now. So, it's Turkey about. and the Wolf, Google that. It's on Jackson Street, in New Orleans. Yeah. What's the
1: date? September 11th. September 11th? Yes, yeah, so, um, just anytime after five. They're, they're gonna close their doors up at five. And we're going to set up the little DJ booth out front. And we're just going to listen to the new record a few times, play some other music, and just, and just have some drinks and have fun. Well, Todd, it's really... Oh, go ahead. No, Plump juicy. No, September, uh, is it September 11th, is it a Monday? It's a Sunday. Sunday is um, September 10th. Just verify. I'm looking at the calendar. It's Are you kidding? No. Oh, well, it's the 10th you are going to have a lot of editing Yeah, no, that's fun. So, uh, Todd, when's this party? It's going to be September 10th It's a Sunday Well, Todd, it sounds like
0: we're going to have a lot of fun On September 10th over at Turkey and the Wolf We'll go ahead and play one last song on our way out But before that, I just wanted to say you know, Thanks again for, for joining us Where can people find the album If they want to buy it after they've heard this wonderful preview that you have given us here on Chester Frata.
1: Um. Well, we'll actually we'll sell some at Turkey and the Wolf. We're going to probably set up a little box next to their register. And then um, that'll be for hard copies and then it'll, it'll be available digitally for uh, on iTunes, um, Apple Music, um, Spotify. Um, I think that's it. Any record stores as well? I don't know yet.
0: Don't know yet? Let me no. just assume. Didn't you say the St- Dan Stein was going to put some out? I got to talk
1: to him. I haven't set this up. Should
0: we just go ahead and force him to by telling him that he's doing it on this podcast? <laughs> he, seems no. be, he seems to be the kind of guy that likes that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I would I would like to talk to these people first before I Fair enough. No public announcement yet as to where you can buy it. So, Todd, what is the last song that we're going to hear on uh, on, on our way out? And thank you again for joining us here on Chester Friday. And, Todd, thank you.
1: Um, I think we'll go with... Uh... Maybe we'll just go with Hush Puppies. Hush Puppies. <laughs> seems,
0: seems like a perfect outro. <laughs> Thanks again, y'all. We'll, uh, we'll be back next Thank week. Thank
1: you. Check the standards in the image I keep. All up at the bar trying to talk to some funny freaks. Order two drinks and throw the shit on my tab. Get Honey back to the pad, knock it out with that poon jab. Falls deep on that late night creep. Feeling swirly and drunk when she popped that trunk. Spark my erection on some deviant shit. Throwing fuel up on the fire when she shakes some hips. Well equipped to get the whole wound lit. Hop up on the saddle when she's riding the dick. 5 nine non-frame, Honey's hard to tame. Turn on the AC when I spit that game. Pouring on the champagne, watch them bubbles pop. Throwing on the beat and see that body rock gyrate them hips, butter up them grits. Silky smooth texture, soaking up the nectar. Pink lips, silver dollar nips, tantalize the touch when I twist them shits. I make it feel it like a blade to the gut. I make it taste it like your lips to the blunt. I make you feel like a dick to a cunt Cause I deal with dumb shits and plenty of dumb fucks So make you feel like a blade to the gut I make you taste it like your lips to the blunt I make you feel like a dick to a cunt And I deal with dumb shits and plenty of dumb fucks So